I, I was able to sleep in for the first time in a long, long, long time, and I literally oh. slept. Have you ever had one of those sleeps where you don't even have to get up to go to the bathroom? You just sleep. I would. Man, you just sleep. You just sleep. Like no, no, no. See, I used calls. to have to wake up. Mm-mm. I gotta wake up and go to the bathroom. Once I get up, it's a done deal. I didn't even, girl. I, my bladder co- cooperated with me tonight. It was like, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're good. Yeah. Cause listen, listen. You know, okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be real honest. This is so so crazy. <laughs> I'm to be real honest. Sometimes, and I know I ain't the only one, so don't try to judge me. Sometimes I be laying in that bed and I be sleeping, but I know I got to get up because I feel like I got to pee. Sometimes uh-huh. I be saying to myself, oh, fuck this pee, man. Fuck this pee. I don't even care. But then, of course, I can't sit there and pee on myself. Of course. <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> right, but you be you up. be psyching yourself out in your head like, fuck this shit. I, I'm not going. I can't do it. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Like, yeah. But then your bladder then be like, like, get up. <laughs> you want to change these sheets and flip this mattress? You better right. get up. <laughs> you so, so all of those that have tuned in tonight for the truth serum, let me let you know, what is the truth serum all about? The truth serum is our way of bringing together this gap, okay, this this where we can't seem to see eye to eye between men and women when it comes to conversing. You know, men think one way, women think another way. For some reason, sometimes we're not on the same page. So what better way to get on the same page than to have men and women on the same platform talking about the same topics, answering the same questions? I mean, it's just, hello, it's a win-win situation. So we're here to help orchestrate that for you guys and deliver it to you in hopes that this is going to enrich your relationships, whether it's a platonic relationship, whether it's a business relationship, whether it's a relationship with your family, learning how to talk with one another instead of talking to react. So that's what the truth comes all about. We're giving it to you raw and unfiltered, so we're not holding back any punches. Your hosts and co-hosts are going to be as transparent as we are expecting our guests to be, so you're going to learn some things about us that we really don't really care to share. Like, I mean, <laughs> once we put it out there, it is what it is. So mm-hmm. that's, the, that's the first step. you got to be courageous. you got to be confident in what you disclose. So we just ask that you guys do not jump into the inboxes of our guests and try to put them down, try to talk down to them in any type of way, because that's what it takes a lot of guts to get up here and, and really expose yourself to the world. It really like, does. Yeah. Courage. It takes courage, because, listen, there have been moments that I'm like, did you just say <laughs> that? <laughs> do you know you that your mama lives there? Look, do you know your you mama lives there? Remember when we had Darden and Kellen on and we were talking about sex and stuff? Yeah. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> you and how about my brother? Right. My adult brother's like, wait a minute. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was listening. Why you didn't warn me? <laughs> we never know. We, if, if we feed off of the guests. So. Yeah. 
If you guys want to actually join in on the conversation, all you have to do is dial 515-602-9647 and press the number 1. That will let us know that you are interested in engaging with us. So tonight's topic is pushing through stagnant behavior, and um, me and Tasha are going to kick it off, and we're going to talk about this because the both of us tend to go through this a lot. So um, later on, halfway into the show, around 8.30, we'll go ahead and bring up our guest, Simon Cone. He is going to be joining us, and he is going to help us some of these questions, yes. So um, make sure you guys engage. Like I said, 515-602-9647. Take it away, Tasha. Well, if if you are looking to advertise on the show, please send us an email with the subject ADS to ads at simplybree.com, and that's spelled S-I-M-P-L-E-E-B-R-E-E.com. And um, make sure you follow all of our social media handles at He Said What Radio. He Said What Radio. Right. Right. He Said (laughs) What. Radio. <laughs> there we go. You, you can also reach me on my Instagram at no one you know spelled N O underscore the number one underscore U N O. And my host, you can reach you can, me at underscore simply brief underscore. That's it. That's right. <laughs> simple. Simply simple. Anyway, <laughs> make sure you download our past episodes and check check us out on www.simplybreed.com to find out more information on how you can become a part. And don't forget, tune in every Wednesday from 8 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the new show with different topics. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I feel so honored. I'm a big girl. I did it. (laughs) I can't can't deal with you. We're not doing this today. So, with with it being just us two this time around, Tasha, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to ask you a question and pick your brain. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. 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 Stagnant behavior. So, oh. first of all, let's just let's just find out what type of situations do you think people tend to find themselves stuck at the most? Mm. Well, okay. So, two pop in my head. First of all, mm-hmm. the first one is work, and and when I mean work, sometimes work can be repetitive, and you don't find any growth in it. So mm-hmm. you feel stuck. You know, mm-hmm. I have to go to work because I have to pay my bills. I have to go to work because I have to take care of my family. So it's a lot of I have to instead of mm-hmm. making it something different. That's that's definitely one situation. And the other one to me is relationships. People, I feel like people don't know how to broaden their relationships. They do the same thing, or they do what they see 
or they've seen. They don't do anything new or try to expound on anything new. It's yeah. just basically, you know, oh, let's go out, dinner and a movie. And it's like, mm. well, can we do something else? Can we go to Starbucks and just talk and people watch? Or can we sit in the car Ooh, and I love watching? Can we sit in the car and play Uno? <laughs> and drink a beer <laughs> Something you know mm-hmm. what I mean Everybody's I don't know people was is stuck on doing The same thing Like mm-hmm. we were just talking about sex <laughs> I mean mm-hmm. You don't have to do the same sexual stuff All the time it gets boring Yeah Anyway okay. I like that Okay yeah Relationship, um, work. Okay. I could I could agree with you there. Okay. Well, what would you say would be some, I mean, besides working in a relationship, other type of stagnant type behavior or things that cause you stagnation? Um, maybe self-growth. I'm going to go to self-growth because a lot of the times, we find difficulty in really identifying who we are because mm-hmm. we're so stuck on looking at society and what society says we should be and what we should look like and what we should wear, where, you right. know, you kind of get displeased if you're not strong enough. You may get displeased and discouraged with who you are and what you actually like because, you know, it doesn't fit with the trend. It doesn't fit with what everybody else is doing. So a lot of the times I feel like we can stunt our own growth. Right. Um, because too busy trying to be somebody else that we're just not. You know, we're not embracing our imperfections. We're not embracing our talents. We're not embracing, you know, what our purpose is. You know, yeah. what we're designed to be on this earth to accomplish. So a lot of the times a lot of time goes by, and it's not until we reach a either older age or a more matured level in life where we begin to get a little bit more confident in what we actually have going on. And that's yeah. when we start exploring ourselves and exploring what makes us happy, what makes us feel good, and then that's when we begin to grow. So right. I would say personal growth is uh, one of the situations where we tend to find ourselves stuck at the most. Yeah, that that I can I I, I can relate. Definitely can mm-hmm. relate. Look, I I started stuttering. I can relate so well. <laughs> yeah, I'm stuck. I'm, I'm stuck. Yeah, for sure. So, like like you did. When you are stuck. Um, let's say you're stuck in a relationship, how do you manage to get through that 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 block um, so that you can advance, whether it's advancing in that relationship or whether it's stepping out of that relationship and advancing individually? Oh, that's a, that's a good question. That, that's a real good question. Oh. I'm usually not the one that you ask these really good questions to. So now I feel like I feel like the guest. <laughs> That's hard, but um, <laughs> because I'm such, I'm a low key perfectionist um, mm-hmm. in most things, 
I try or will try just about anything to make my relationship work. So, mm-hmm. and then, like, it isn't working, which takes a lot for me to figure mm-hmm. out that my relationship isn't working. Even when the person says, hey, you know, I don't, enough is enough. I think we've tried everything and we should go our different ways. I'm like, but wait, we didn't try this one thing. <laughs> so yeah. so I, I'll try I'll try, but then when it's time to move on, it's time to move on. But it's very hard for me to identify when it's time to move on. I think that's mm-hmm. where I get stuck at. Um, I have a problem. Look, here's the vulnerability. I have a problem with letting go <laughs> of people yeah. and things. I have a problem with letting go. So, you know, that gets me stuck in a lot of stuff mm-hmm. that I probably – you know, wouldn't have otherwise been stuck in. Know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why do? Why do you think you have a problem letting go? Like, what do you think the source could possibly be? Things I, I can't say for people because I haven't figured that out. But for things, I figured that out. I have a problem with okay. letting go of. I have a problem with letting go of things because I feel like in my mind I'm going to need it. So it's like if you throw it away, you go, but what if I need this? And then sometimes those things have come to fruition where I've thrown something Mm -hmm. away or given something away, and a couple of months down the line, I'm like, hey, I got one of those. And you're like, oh, shit, I threw it away. (laughs) Or I gave it away. So Mm -hmm. I guess it would probably be the same thing for people. I, I and then now talking to you about it, maybe that's a insecurity thing that I never knew I had. When you mm-hmm. let go of someone, you feel mm-hmm. like you'll need them later on down the line. When in actuality, mm. I probably should have let them go long ago because they probably will need me more than I'll need them. Right. What so. is that called? It's so, so a tendency? The codependency. Yeah. 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 That's a hmm. Yeah. I have okay. some codependency. <laughs> and that's okay. We all do. Um, and it's natural. And I think as long as you are able to identify it and recognize that it exists, that's the first step. A lot of people aren't even at that point. So, right. you know, you're just sitting here and saying, okay, well, I know why you're like two steps ahead of the game. Now if I could just fix it. And you will. You will fix it. You will fix it in a way that is comfortable with Tasha. In a way and and, and at a speed that's comfortable with Tasha. Because what happens when you try to fix things in a hurry, you make mistakes and you end up messing it up at and then you're back to square one, right? Right, for sure. Definitely back square one. So, yeah, you just have to find the pace um, and the see that you're comfortable with, you know, not taking on too much because then you may um, burn yourself out and you're going to start back at square one. So everything, if it's not done in moderation at a pace that you're comfortable with, it always results to you going back to square one. It's like you're playing a board game. 
and you right. just landed in jail. <laughs> like, Monopoly. Monopoly. Yeah. Hey, you got to go back to Stark. Exactly. <laughs> like, damn it. I hate that. Right. I hate starting over. Most people hate starting over. But I, the thing about me, though, I hate starting over, but I love a good challenge. Isn't that crazy? Right. No, no, no. Some people, some people love a challenge. I mean, yeah, I did. It makes sense to me. Yeah. Okay, I got a question for you though. Mm-hmm. So, have you ever taken the time, like we're doing now, to figure out what the root of whatever your problem that caused you to be stagnant is? And what was it? What was that ha ha moment? <laughs> so <laughs> so um I have uh okay. and it, it was more so out of frustration. Um in mm. trying to understand why I was not seeing growth. Why was I not seeing results? And it was simply because I was putting my dependency into other people. I was looking for validation of what mm-hmm. I was doing in other people. And I was not taking control of my destiny. I was not taking control of my purpose. I was allowing other people to contribute to my purpose and make up my purpose. Yeah. So my solution to that and fixing it was to regain my power, regain my control, and understand that I'm not going to have the answers to everything, and that's okay. That's natural. Nobody has the answers. I'm not perfect, because like you, I'm a perfectionist. I'm right. not perfect, but I'm going to make mistakes, and I have to be okay with making those mistakes. And right. I need to be patient and understand that everything takes time you know, Rome wasn't built overnight. So I can't keep sitting here checking these steps, checking these numbers, trying to see, you know, how long is it going to take for something to, to how long is it going to take for me to get more listeners? You know, I can't right. keep doing that because I'll drive myself crazy. Mm-hmm. Trust the process. And that's what I had to do. I had to trust the process. That's the hardest part. Trust Girl, trusting trust the process. You don't know. How how do you trust something you don't know and you're not familiar with? Right. Oh, yeah. Mm. Child. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's the hard part. part. Mm. Yeah, yeah, like, it's, it's true. It's true. It's like you, you have, but you know what? Okay. The same way that those who are spiritual have faith in the higher being. You can't see him. But you know he exists through things that you have experienced. So it's almost like you have to have that same belief and that same faith because you're doing it anyway for life. Wow. That's, that's I wish I had a bomb I mean, so I go, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Those who are listening, if you have questions, if you would like to engage before we bring up our first guest, um, the number is 515-602-9647. You're going to press the number one. 
that we will know you have something to say and we'll bring you up. As far as what questions, because I have someone in the chat who wants to know what questions will we ask. I don't know. Just call and find <laughs> out. Right. So, um, <laughs> like I said, if you call in, press the number one, and that way I will know that you want to be live, and right. I will bring you up. So, oh, okay. So we do have a caller. And, uh, <laughs> let's see what we can do to this caller. Mm. Okay. Mm-mm-mm. Hey, caller, you are listening live with the Truth Serum. This is Simply Bree and Tasha. Do you have <laughs> a question or do you have a comment? Or would you like to, uh, would you like for us to ask you a question? Oh, hello. Am I am I alone? Yeah. Am I alone? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, I have a comment um on what you guys I guess are saying about I guess moving on and being able to move on and mm-hmm. all of the craziness that goes on with your mind when you're trying to move on from someone. Um, cuz it's it is literally you feel crazy, right? Um, mm-hmm. Especially in, in things, man. I just helped my mom move out of a storage, and watching her trying to move on from things was just hilarious. Um, mm-hmm. Because it, I know it's not anything she's gonna ever need or use, mm-hmm. or you know, <laughs> ever mm-hmm. care about past mm-hmm. that day. <laughs> but it's so important, right, in that moment. Right, right? it is. And, um, Sometimes that's how I feel about love, you know what I mean? It's just like just like when you were in, you know, middle school or high school or something and you fell for that first crush or whatever and you thought it was so important, right? You were in that moment. And you know, every every feeling it mattered so much. You know, when you letting go of something or somebody, you know, it's just like what um I think it was Bree or Tasha, I don't know which one it was, y'all, but one of y'all I mean, said it's about really having that faith. Um, oh, and belief and purpose of staying on that like path and knowing that it's for you, you know, because mm-hmm. you'll hold on to something. And we all seen and looked around at these miserable people out here, and um, and it sucks to be them, you know. So mm-hmm. you gotta <laughs> you gotta figure out a way to get it together and move on because you will fall into that hole right with that person you with because you're trying to force it. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. You're trying to force it. But... Yeah. And, and it's trying to go in its own separate direction. So right. it's like saying, hey, I'm not good for you. And you're like, no, but I want you. And it's right. telling I want you, you, I'm not good for you. And then once you're hurt because you're still trying to hold on to it, then you're like, why did you hurt me? So, it, yeah, it's just I think so. I think it's more so like when, when it comes to items and people not wanting to throw things away, I don't think it's the items itself. It's the memories. Memories, that yes. To that are definitely and if you that. throw it away, it's the fear of losing those memories. Yeah, that's the yeah. truth. Not only that, but a friend of mine has been trying to drill into me, and I think I just had an aha moment tonight that it's a, the thing of um, need and want. So the things that you need is the stuff that you keep. Things mm-hmm. that you want may not always be the things that you need. You just want it. But it doesn't mm-hmm. mean you're supposed to have it. And so that's the thing mm-hmm. about it. 
we're so attached to, I want it. It's like a little kid, I want it, I want it, I want it. But, you know, you know, like I want I want a Snickers bar, but I'm diabetic. So do I need that Snickers? <laughs> is it going to kill you? Right, is it going to kill you? <laughs> you know, yeah. so it's really the same thing. stronger. Might make you stronger, yeah. you know. You get in, you get in those situations, and you see the outcome of them. And when you get to the end of that, I guess small destination or journey or whatever that that person was taking you through, um, you feel like, oh man, I'm defeated, or oh, I took an L, or oh, I wasted my time. You know, you feel all these weird things. But um, right. Like, right. to be honest, if you ever look back and you, you know, you take that time to analyze what happened during that time, you probably grew and learned something about yourself. And yeah. um, right. gain something, um, you know, if you were able to amicably move on from that situation, of course. But you know, mm-hmm. you gain something, and um, and that shit is is priceless to to gain yeah. something from a situation that you know. Even though it just depends on how you look at it, perspective is everything, man. Man, um, if you can if you can take yourself out of yourself for a second and take yourself out of your ego, you get to learn a whole lot about everything about about yourself and life around you people around you why people are there in your life um what's the purpose of not only yourself but the people around you like they're there for a reason you look at people that are leeches in your life there are leeches there for a reason you know that everything is, is kind of a purpose based on what's going on and what you've kind of brought gravitated towards you in this world on right. this plane so very nice. What's huh? your name? Well, thank you. Give you a shout out. You said what? What's your name? What is your name? Oh, Shamari. My name is Shamari. Um, on the Instagram, it's Ghetto Art. G H E D O dot A R T. But I was gonna get on you for like, sir. Who said we were? Who said we were plugging in social media? But. We'll let you ride. Yeah, we'll let you ride. I mean, you might as well since I said it already. What you gonna edit it? What you gonna take it out? <laughs> oh, you wrong for that. So, we'll let you ride this time, sorry. But thank you so much for calling so in, chiming in, and talking to us. What we're gonna do? We're gonna take a quick commercial break, and then we're gonna bring up our guest, Mr. Simon Stone. So you guys. Uh, make sure you stay tuned and come back, and we will uh, we'll continue this conversation on The Truth Song. <sighs> Take it in. All you need is the sun kissing your skin, a spring in your step, and a fabulous pair of sunglasses by Garnered.com on your face. Get you a pair. Visit Garnered Sunglasses and Accessories on all social media platforms. And that's Garnered, G-A-R-N-E-R-D, dot com. All right. Welcome oh, back. Wow. I like that commercial. Tasha, your uh, commercials out there. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. kind of like a professional look of <laughs> a, a corporate porno star. Girl. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. I love it, though. You better go. That's right. Thank you, boo. I, I appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> you 
you guys have tuned into the Truth Serum with your host, Simply Bree, and I got my co-host, Tasha. Tasha. And tonight we are talking about pushing through stagnant behavior. Please, please, please give us a call. Let us know what you think about the topic, the questions, our guests. Um, phone number five one five six zero two nine six four seven. Press number one if you have something to say. Have you ever been stuck in a rut? How did you get through it? So on the line with us now we have the one and oh wait, I gotta get some drum rolls. I wish I had rock and roll music. The one hilarious. Simon Stone. Hey, what's up? Hey, hey, hey. I feel like I should I should have like Frankie Beverly or somebody's behind me. Should I put some music I know. on or something? Something. <laughs> <laughs> some theme music. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I should have like Frankie Beverly behind me like singing like a cappella or something before I Right. <laughs> the way y'all Why set not, it up. Right? I feel all important, you know. Oops, How y'all doing, ladies? Are. How we doing? Good, good, good. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> Wow, you ready for tonight? We pushing now. We pushing. Oh, I'm going outside. He's like, I gotta go outside. I gotta get myself together. Right. I'm feeling real stagnantly right now. Mr. Right. Stone. Mr. Stone. Mr. Stone. Okay. Well. Oh. Hey guys, sorry about that. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh. Hold on one second. We was like, wait, what? I'm going to go on live radio. What is it? Say that again. See, it feels so good to be black. <laughs> did you put the yeah. baby on? <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh, oh it feels, look, okay, it feels so good to be, to be black. What? Look, you hear me? It feels so good to be <laughs> black. <laughs> Girl, this is only you can only do that here. Like only, you, you can only uh, do that. That's why the, the the name of the show is the Truth Serum. We bring you the truth. Come on, yes. <laughs> you come on. You yes. introduce yourself. You get hyped up, and then you're like, "Okay, what? Well, mama, y'all, I'm come so on. sorry about that. Sorry you know, about that. I had you a little Beverly right now. Like, I need you to go ahead and send this. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so. Now y'all have my full undivided. I apologize for that interruption. I do apologize. <laughs> we had okay, a bl- so. we had a black moment. <laughs> y'all had a black moment. I had one too. Don't feel bad. I had one too. <laughs> so let me say, and I'm gonna say something real quick before we even get started. Okay. Okay. I want to say that a lot of people don't know, but Bree has so much dope stuff in the works that people don't know about. And I just want to shout her out real quick. It's books, it's play, all kind of stuff that's coming. And I just, you know, as a black man, I'm just show, want to be sure that people know that there's a strong black woman out there about to make some major moves. I'm very proud of you, Bree. And I can't wait to see it all come to fruit. Not that the applause came. Okay. Y'all got it professional. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm like, I might as well just push the button, right? You know. Yeah, because I was in the background yeah. clapping my behind off, like. Yeah. <laughs> I heard you. I heard you. Chocolate. Chocolate. 
I can't. So tonight we are talking about roadblocks. How do we get through these roadblocks? How do we identify these roadblocks? Like, and how do they affect us? So right. just kicking it off, um, me and Tasha were actually talking about it earlier. What types of situations, um, Simon, do you think people tend to find themselves stuck at the most? Um, mo- most of the time, I think that we don't like to do self-evaluation and see mm-hmm. the choices that we're making at a particular point in time. So mm-hmm. if we find ourselves in the same rut or the same pattern, rather than do a self-evaluation, you blame the other person. Right. You know, mm-hmm. so and there's no resolution, so you're stuck in that particular cyclone that you will never get out of because you've never stopped to say, wait a minute, if I keep getting in this cyclone, maybe I shouldn't stand right here. Maybe I should go stand over there or just make some type of a different decision, you know. But mm-hmm. most of the time, again, you know, self-evaluation is a very hard thing for a lot of people to do, admit to, or even, you know, confront on their own. So a lot mm-hmm. of times when you really look at it, if you notice, like, let's take a Facebook person that you know, like a friend or a family member, if they are mm-hmm. constantly in these bad relationships, have they ever stopped and take Is it the type of people that you're looking for? Are you looking for something that's toxic for your personality? Are you looking for someone mm-hmm. that is enriching to your personality? Sometimes these are different things, and we don't seem to understand that we can reach out for that that is bad for us, and we can't blame that thing if that's what we chose. Right. You know? And that's very hard to tell people, like, hey, you're making bad choice. And most of us don't like to say that out loud, you know, like to take any type of self-evaluation. So I think that's the biggest block that we have in any relationship is the the ability to look at ourselves and say, wait a minute, maybe I'm the toxic person in this situation and I need to go and maybe sit and talk to a therapist or maybe I need to pray a little bit different or something to that nature. That's my thought. Sounds mm-hmm. good though. That sounds mm-hmm. real good though. <laughs> and he said to keep that caution. He said therapist. Then what? Therapist. He said therapist. therapy. Yes. Yeah. Therapy. Like yes. Yes. But I think people think that word is a plague though. You know? Our, yeah, really do. Yeah. You know. I, I go don't to therapy. Know why. I, I, I yeah, I go to therapy. I, I went, for, I've been going for a couple of years, and it helped me immensely. And I'm, it's probably the best investment I made in myself in my life, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times people look at therapy as something to say there's something wrong with you rather than look at it as an investment into who you are and where you're going. Mm-hmm. Well, you, I think of therapy as a, um, it's the greatest sounding board that we could ever have. Mm, okay. Because we try okay. to use I, our friends as sounding boards, but they mm-hmm. sometimes can be opinionated and judgmental. So if you go to therapy, that is a non-biased, non-judgmental sounding board. Mm-hmm. That's how I look at it. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, and <laughs> another thing is that sometimes our friends – tend to not be, they know our sensitivity level, and they're not as honest with us as they possibly could. Mm-hmm. You right. know? And 
you know, your friend might know, like, you know what, she likes, like, you may not have a friend, she likes thug-type guy. She likes that rough edge. You know that she is she's doing something terrible, but rather than say, hey, you know, maybe you should stop dating these thugs, instead it's like, yeah, girl, he was terrible. I don't know. You you deserve better. You should, you're going to get better. We're going to pray on it. And that's not what you should have said. You know, it should have been like, right. hey, maybe we need to figure out why you keep trying to get with these guys that you know for a fact are going to be destructive for your life. Right. You know? Right. So I, I think, think a lot of times true. we're afraid to say the, the truth to our friends, you know. But why so someone is that, who doesn't? Though? Yeah, that's um, what I'm going to say. You know something? It, a lot of times, think about this. How truthful do you really want people to be with you? Because that, there, there's something to be said about that. Now, you say that, but then when they're really truthful, sometimes there's backlash. Like, No, I don't, want anybody to be, I don't want anybody to be that truthful to me. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know I I've had someone be truthful and it hurt but it was more so I was stuck on trying to figure out why did they feel that way about me though. And that's where mm-hmm. where they could not explain. So that was what that pissed me off more than what the truth was, you know. It was like mm-hmm. help me understand why you feel this way though, because if you can't explain why you feel this way then you're just talking out your ass, basically. Mm-hmm. If you want to be truthful, if you want to tell me something about myself in, in all honesty, raw and ruggedness, be prepared for questions. You're not going to just say it and then that's just what it is. I, I, don't I have too many. <laughs> I have too many stipulations on the truth. So I want you to tell me the truth, but... I want you to be gentle when you tell me the truth. I don't want you to have some a certain kind of tone in your voice when you tell me the truth. Like, it, you know, mm. I have so many stipulations on the truth, you might as well lie to me. Um. And, that, and that's the truth. <laughs> and that's the truth. I, 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 just, I, realize, I realize that, like, recently. Because I've had someone mm. to recently tell me nothing but the truth. But it it cut me so deep. Because I'm an emotional person, that I was like, you know what? Fuck it, lie to me. Just don't even. Just shut up. Stop talking. <laughs> wow. <laughs> just stop. Ta- lie, lie. Just the lie, lies feel better. I, I'm okay. I could deal with it. If the truth slapped me in the face, you didn't say it. It didn't come from you. So I can't talk to you right now because I'm still bleeding. I'm still hemorrhaging over here. I'll call you when I stop bleeding. Oh my god! Wow! <laughs> I'm serious. I stopped, I stopped talking to him. Like, listen, I can't call you. Don't call me. Mm-mm, we can't do this right now. You know, I because, never like met. if you know a married man, for example. Like, if you know a married man, mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. honest could a married man be with his wife? I mean, like, not we not leave cheating out. Let's. Not, I'm not talking about cheating. We're not talking about cheating. Now, that's a whole different discussion. And I mean, mm-hmm. you and your wife are, are sitting, and your wife says, I feel like I'm gaining weight. How do you answer that question honestly? Are you, I mean, I'm just using that as an example. Like, oh, there are certain mm-hmm. things, yeah. you know what I mean, that you, you have to kind of walk around very gentle. You know, mm-hmm. you have to. There's no, you know, uh-huh. there's no easy way to have certain conversations. 
You can though. Well, to me, it's all to about presentation. Like, right. That's what I was gonna say. If if a person comes with you comes to you with one of those needing the truth type type questions, to me is question them back why they feel that way. Why why do they feel oh. like they need to ask you that question? <laughs> well, like, if yeah, I can I can see that. If let's if we're using this example and the wife says she feels like she's gaining weight, the easiest thing for a man to say and I could probably just to say it because I'm a woman, but why don't you ask her uh, like Tasha said, why do you feel like you're gaining weight? Or what about you gives you the impression that you're gaining weight? If you reverse it back to the person and have them speak, then you can't say anything wrong because they're doing all the talking. You just got to know mm. what you Right. Yeah, like if, you someone know. Is, if someone is short and they don't like their height and they be like, oh, I'm too short for you, well, what would make you feel like you're too short for me? Like, why do you feel that way? Well, you know, because everybody else that I've dated, you know, they usually leave me for somebody taller. Okay, so now this is your own insecurity that you that mm. has you feeling this way. I didn't say anything. What are you, so that's how you get. And Bree, you what? Six two? How tall are you, Bree? Six two, six three? You better shut your face. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I know you're not that tall. <laughs> <laughs> you know I gotta be silly. I ain't gonna be serious this whole time. I can't help it. Y'all know I'm no. serious the whole time. We gotta break it up. A bit. <laughs> but you know, it's, it's an interesting thing because I'm sure women feel the same way. On the flip side, there are certain things they know, like you know, I better not answer him 100 percent on this and maybe see where this goes before I answer that question. You know? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I tell you one question, one question that don't nobody want to be honest and truthful about. How many What's sex that? partners do you have? Oh, well, oh, that's something in my opinion should never that. even be asked. Why? Should never yeah, even I don't ask. want to. Know. I, I do not want to know that. Mm-mm. I don't want because to be no, Because there's no right. Because there's no right answer. Even if you said exactly, it's like if I said. Five, you're gonna be like you you lying. You ain't no way you was no five people. If I said fifty, you're gonna be like, ugh, you nasty bastard. There's no way to answer that question, and it's gonna be what you want to hear. You know what I'm saying? So it's just better. Some things just better left unsaid because no matter if you love that person, it's never gonna be a right number. Right, right. The number is always gonna be wrong, even if if it's zero. You meet a virgin. You you it, it. That's the only way. If you're really in love with somebody, they can tell you a number, and it'll make sense to you. Yeah. Yeah. And in this reality yeah. of a world, being you got to have a Stop hard it. time finding somebody with zero. You know what I mean? I have I have one friend, and that I think she friend. was 27 when she lost her virginity, and that was like maybe two years ago. Wow. So, oh wow. Oh, yeah, wow. she's beautiful. She's very beautiful. So, looks ain't the problem. She's very educated. She's, she's, yeah, we're going to leave it at that. So, getting back onto the stagnant part, um, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, it's hard. It's definitely hard. So, how, Simon, how do you handle reroutes when it comes to, like, you're expecting a certain type of outcome to happen 
but it just doesn't. It goes completely left. How do you deal with when your situation is rerouted by Mother Nature? You mean like just this, this your like issues arising in the relationship? Is that what you're saying? Not even relationship. Sure. Just period. Like like with your career. Like you're focused and and you're supposed to have a tour set up and you're going to be going um, over overseas and then COVID happens. You know something? Um, it's interesting you say that because COVID, um, right before COVID, I was getting back into promoting bands, um, and I had literally booked probably, um, I would say, about seven shows for, for different bands that I knew and was really getting back into that. And COVID, of course, you know, all of us have been affected, even if you didn't if you haven't been physically affected, you've been affected some way by COVID. And right. mm-hmm. because of what happened, you know, what I wanted to do initially was kind of leave the nine to five sector and go into management of artists and go into promoting and producing artists. And then of course, mm-hmm. you know, wait, do we, I just thought about it with your blog. Can you say COVID or is that, is that going to mess your, should we say like cores light or something? Is that going to, no, I know some no, places yeah. will block it. No, no, no. Okay. Okay. Um, so, I mean, at first, it, it really had me down. I was really bummed out about it because it was something I had been looking forward to doing, you know, and I was very proud of what the the moves that I was making. You know, this was, I think, in March, I want to say. I had venues booked, and fast forward to today, three of those venues don't even exist anymore. You know, wow. they're, they're they're gone. You know, it's like, so what I had to do, um, reevaluate where I was at and what I could get done. And that's how I started getting into um, video production and uh, working with uh, Netfreak TV, uh, shameless plug, um, started working with them to, um, you know, start working with them more to be sure that, you know, now I still have my creative juices still have a venue to be creative and to do something that can be turned into something monetary, you know? And then at the same time, I've been doing production more and, you know, not necessarily a face-to-face art artistry thing, but where, you know, I've learned how to, you know, do music with people online or, you know, I can, uh, I have different softwares where now I can record people remotely if need be. Like I did a session, um, with, um, my one of my business partners, uh, Mr. Johnson, uh, shout out to him and um, a sister named Tammy, who uh, Tam Tunes, who's played on everybody's. You know, she's a very. Uh, I'm sure y'all have done something with Tammy. I think so. Um, um, with Tam Tunes, I think y'all have. Um, but she, um, you know, I, she did a session online. You know, we basically had her play, and none of us were anywhere close to each other, or even in some of the cases of who was online, we're in the same city. And we were able wow. to record. So it's like you just have to sit back and reevaluate what you're trying to get accomplished, you know. Yeah. And then you Look can, outside the you know. Yeah, you have, I mean, right now, this is a time where you're separating the mice from men, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. reality is the world may never go back to what you had before. You may never have right. these things again. There are certain things that may never come back, you know. Right. So it's like you still have to be able to maintain and you still have to be able to have yourself a way to 
provide. You know, like for example, right. if you know IT guys right now, all of us are losing. Like I, um, outside of my alter ego, um, Darktavius Gable, <laughs> you know, he's an <laughs> IT person. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like that that venue is now being taken away. You know, if you know mm-hmm. IT people right now, all those jobs are being outsourced to like India, overseas somewhere. Like if you call and need tech support, you'll notice it's never um, it's never an American person is picking up the phone. Right. So it's like right. you have to start to rethink and reestablish who you are. You don't really have a choice, you know. Mm-hmm. And what you'll see at the end of the road are the people who survive and they basically reconfigured themselves to survive. They basically put themselves mm-hmm. in a position like this is how I'm going to win and I'm going to win and there's no, I, I refuse to lose. And that's the only way that you're going to make it through this situation. You know, Mm -hmm. you have to have the mindset that I can't lose. You know, all of us will make a mistake and fall down, but it's the people who get back Mm -hmm. up and keep going that win the race. You know, so I hope that answered it. Uh Man, listen, did you? Right, that's what I was like. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's what I got that again. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> really quickly, Daquan said, "What's up?" And he said, "Good show." He's uh, listening live, so he said he agrees. Oh, what's up, Jay? You know what, man? I yeah. promise you, I'm gonna call you in the morning. I promise you, if you listen. <laughs> I'm actually putting it in my calendar right now. My computer's in front of me to remind me to call it. That's my brother, man. He's, he's good people. Good people. Dequan, I think you just need to call in and, and yeah, I tell him ask him. whatever. Yeah. Right, that part. Fine. Let me send him. You know something? Dequan is the silent guy that doesn't want to be seen or heard. You know, if you right. think that some of the big, one of the biggest poetry events I ever did ever, he was the producer of it. He was the guy. He never wanted to be seen. Like I think right. he might have said three words the whole night. Like, hey, good night, everybody, or something like that. He, you know, he's just that guy. <laughs> You know, like Ru- Russell Simmons. Is it is it Russell? Yeah, Simmons? yeah. He's like that. He's like that guy that's really. Um, he's like that guy that just has the ideas that will put everybody in place to win. You know, right. and if you listen to him, you will win. You know, and I, I that's want to tell anybody like if he gives you some information, listen to it. You know, one of his sayings. You know, if you make a decision, stick to it. It's like one of my favorite things. You know, nice. mm-hmm. so huge shout out to that brother. Huge shout out. Yeah, yeah. I have a question. Um, I have a I have a really quick question. Uh, okay. Okay. So who? Wait. Okay. Who, who's question? I actually to both of you. Oh, it's for you. Oh, it's for oh, both oh. of you. Yes, it's for both of you because I you know how okay, my all my older ladies play the lottery okay, and when they win mm-hmm. they think they're gonna win they plan out. Everything. Oh, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. Blah blah blah. If I win the lottery. So my question to mm-hmm. you is, what would your life look like if you had no limitations? You know, um, if I had no no limitations whatsoever, no financial, um, no no, just no limitations. This. Uh, I would want to provide a space for my daughter to not have limitations. It would be more important for her to have no limitations than me. Oh. I would really love to have my daughter where she, if she wants to do something, like 
she she wants to start her own business. Here's the capital, do it. Here's everything okay. that you need to do it. You know what I mean? Like, I want to buy my first home. You know what? There's the home. It's already bought right. for you. You just right. do. You live your life and enjoy it. That's what I wish. That that would be my biggest goal. Nice. Mm. Okay. Okay. Oh, That's nice. God. Let him go. Um. <laughs> yeah. So, uh oh, and Jaquan is in the queue. So let me make this quick. Right. Um. If I had no limitations, I would, I would be focused on building this network. Right. I would really get it to the point where I could pay people. I would have my own employees. I would have income coming in from all different sources. And I would want to get it to the point where I can actually throw yearly or annual events to give back to the community. Um, right. You know, sponsor, sponsor students, you know, sponsor students who are um, – First time going to college, they're the first generation in their family, um, yes. you know, single mothers, um, you know, ch- children who have grown from foster care. You know, I would really find a way to, to sew it right back into the community, but I would definitely grow this network so that I can quit my nine-to-five and give this all of my attention. So nice. I may be single with a bunch of cats, but I would have a very, very well-established network. Oh, thank you. Oh, All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. So let's go ahead and bring in Jaquan. And yeah. he has to say, sir, welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome, Thank you, welcome. thank you. It's a, it's a pleasure. It's an honor. Ike. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Thank you. It is definitely an honor to be on your show, a double honor to be on here with my man Stone, man. And uh, I just I just want to give the love back. This is one of the favorite, one of my favorite artists to ever work with, um, especially during the live event, because that, that show that he's talking about, a lot of people don't know what he rehearsed for that show. And this is the reason why I love working with this brother. He fed off the crowd and he freestyled half of that thing that he did, man. And it was dope, man. And He's like, like I love to watch this guy perform, man. And and he's also right about not being seen and not being heard, and that's the way I like to play the background. But I wanted to call in so that y'all could hear me now, though. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Okay, so you know something, JQ? I don't think I've ever told anybody. So I changed that at the last minute from what I originally had for two reasons. One, when I looked at the crowd, crowd would have been moved by what I originally wrote. And sometimes you have to look at your crowd and right. know that, okay, this this piece is not going to move these people. Because when I realized it was a more, what I originally wrote was some some more hip-hop flip, you know, show my how my cadence can be and how I can flip words. But when I looked at the crowd, these were some grown-ass women that was looking right. like to entertain me. You know, they yeah, wouldn't right. have been entertained by the fact that I could rhyme three words in a row four times in a row. They wouldn't have been entertained by that at all. I had to say something that right. made sense. So it was like, yeah, yeah, let me change this up because I might get ran up off this stage if I don't do this right. You know what I mean? And um, Because <laughs> yeah. they weren't looking like everything is good. They was looking like, look, I paid my good money. You better entertain right. me or you're going to go home with a limp, you know. So I was like, yeah, let me go on and 
<laughs> change this thing see, up that, a little that, bit. That's the know. thing about working with a seasoned veteran who can look at the crowd and look at their look in their faces and see what they need and give it to them and yeah. deliver every time. Man, Stone is the guy to do that. Man, that's my dude, man. I, I love you, man. man. <laughs> oh man, you know it's mutual, man. It's mutual. Yes. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a very quick commercial and we will uh, come right back. You guys are listening to The Truth Serum with myself, Tasha. We, oh, wait. I said myself, Tasha. Yeah, what? Uh, myself, Simply Brand. And Tasha. <laughs> I don't know what happened. It's um, okay. But yeah, we'll be right back. So you guys stay tuned, okay? Hey, 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 you are tuned in to the He Said What radio network with yours truly, Simply Bree. Be sure to join us live every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the He Said What show and Wednesdays 8 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the Truth Serum with my co-host, Tasha. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us with yourselves. Yes, yeah, so tonight's topic on the Truth Serum is pushing through stagnant behavior. We have our guest, Mr. Simon Stone, who's live yeah. with us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you guys want to chime in, the phone number to dial is 515. 515- Six zero two nine six four seven. You're gonna press the number one, and that will let us know that you have something to say, and we will bring you up. So, so, dream job. Okay, are you doing what you envisioned for yourself five years ago? This is for me, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, this is fine. Uh, <laughs> Yes and no. Um, yes, because um, my regular nine to five, I, my last day will be the 28th. And five years ago, I, I started a job literally five years ago to the day last Monday. And so mm-hmm. I'm leaving my job, but I've already begun the things that are moving me into being able to be an independently sustained person without punching somebody's clock. So that's what I've always wanted to do was kind of be my own boss and control my destiny. So in that sense, yes, I am doing exactly what I said I would be doing five years from now. And no, because I did not think this job would be ending. So it's a weird situation that the universe is forcing me to become independent. And I'm enjoying every minute of it. And I refuse to lose. Yeah, that's awesome. So, Congratulations that's to you, like right, you know, that's, that's right. Uh, you know, you know, sometimes when you have talent, you have to be reminded that you have that talent. You know, yeah, and once right. you remember, you're able to, you know, use it and manifest things the way that you were supposed to. You know, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm very blessed that you know my talent is, you know, now something that is being utilized in such a positive manner and I can actually see the fruits of my labor in real time. So what inspired you, know, you to 
what inspires you to keep moving towards your goal? Um, number one, just, I mean, survival is the first rule of life. You have to survive, right? Um, right. That's the first thing um, is that, you know, I create all the time. And within my creativity now, I have a focus, you know, I have a reason to really push the envelope and make this the best thing it can be because it's going, it's how I'm going to eat. So mm-hmm. I'd like to eat, you know, it's, mm-hmm. you know, I, I really do. So if that's, you know, you have to be sure that you maintain things in a, in a fashion where you can have all the goals that you want you as fast as you can get to them. So my talent is that way right now. And I'm, grateful that I can do it. Nice. Nice. So you said pushing the envelope and you enjoy pushing the envelope, but have you ever pushed the envelope and kind of had that anxiety of not knowing what to expect? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Actually, um, you know, I was in a, I, and well, still, um, we're still together. We're actually working on an album, but my band was more mm-hmm. seen as a rock Man, it was more seen as like a rap rock is what most people called it. Um, it was really more rock and soul, but most people just they what they it called it what they would, right? So when I stepped right. out and started doing stuff by myself, because at the time, um, contractually, because if we were signed to Universal and we had some issues with Universal, we could not work together for a particular period of time. We just couldn't. It was just a mm-hmm. there were legal ramifications to us even being on stage at one point, and um, so when I started doing things on my own, I'm not really into rock as much myself as the other guys are. So mm-hmm. what well, I used to be, but as you get, as I got older, it just, it didn't have that same flair for me that it did when yeah. I was, you know, 19, 20, you know, once you get like, you know, me at 30, you're like, Oh man, this is loud. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so when I first stepped out to do my own thing, I was making more dance music and I was more doing production for people like house music and, you know, Afrobeat stuff. Cause that's really more where my mind is at today. So mm-hmm. I was very afraid that people would look at me and be like, I thought you would rock guy. Cause at first I would get that all the time. Like I would, you know, I would talk to somebody about, Hey, let's do some stuff. And I would get there and they would pull up a bunch of rock tracks. Like you like this? Like, no, I absolutely do not. What else? Don't you have some regular hip hop <laughs> stuff? Don't you have some, right. you know, okay. I thought you were a house producer, you know? So um, just that transition was very hard because people wanted to kind of keep you in that box of, well, aren't you a rock guy? Because you don't know how many times I heard that. Like I would go somewhere and like people would be like, hey, man, can you give me a track? And I would send them something and they'd be like, there's no uh, like really hard guitar on here. I thought you were going to be, you know, I mean, I heard that a lot in the beginning. Then time as time passed, people got more understanding like, okay, well, you know, you're going to give me what I ask you for. You know, like if you, I can do the rock stuff. I mean, it's it's still there in me, but I would prefer to do something danceable or something like a little bit more, um, you know, you know, something more, something more urban, something more, you know, where my mind is at now. You know, some R and B. Like I miss, you know, what I miss? I miss nineties R and B. I wish I could meet like a really dope singer, and we make like a nineties R and B style album. You know? Oh, I know. I miss nineties R and B. Oh man, what you talking about? You know, that was <laughs> I mean 
You know, like I I was listening to a slow jam. It started out so the the beat was 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 killing. It had some dope melody to it. Then dudes start like saying the b word, and I'm like, what is this? Oh no! This, this, this. You know what oh, I'm I, I like, know I must, what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, I must, you know, I mean, I I don't feel like I'm old, but that didn't feel right to me to hear that on the slow jam. I was like, this don't. <laughs> This don't this don't taste right right here, you know. I like uh uh wait uh. Like this isn't the real uh. This isn't the real hot sauce. This is the off brand. Where where's my real hot sauce? You know. Yeah. No, that's this ain't no Texas Pete. This is just this is Walmart brand. <laughs> Listen, the not yeah, wrong. you know. Wow, I think we all you know as we get older and age we find little things that used to work for us or that we used to be into, we're no longer into. So yeah. right. the little things that you used to do when you found yourself in a rut or even like, let's say, writer's block, what what do you currently do to get yourself out of that rut? What, what kind of techniques do you use? Do you meditate? Do you um, go for walks? How do you get yourself out of, you know, just being at a standstill now. It depends on what I'm writing. Um, if I'm writing, like, like right now I'm writing a lot of uh, more hip-hop lyrics. Um, when I'm doing that, I do the weirdest thing that probably, this is going to sound so weird. I go for a drive, and I go, I go drive down Boulevard, and I always mm-hmm. see something that sets me off to write about. Like one mm-hmm. night I went, um, this was, this was way back in the day, but I went, um, I went driving them down Boulevard and, um, there was a lady that had so much makeup on that her face looked like it was like she was a mine. Mm. So Ooh. when I, I stopped for gas and she was just kind of like, you know, panhandling, asking if you had change or whatever. And I'm pretty sure she wanted to ask other things, but I, you know, made it real clear. I wasn't about that life, but when I got back in the car, the first thing that hit me was let the dim lights invite you to the slums where some mm-hmm. become reduced to letting them things loose, you know, and they look like mines mm-hmm. in Times Square with empty stairs and faces. And she immediately, that was who I was writing about, this lady who asked me for, did I have any change or something like that, whatever mm-hmm. she asked me. And that right. inspired me. And then, you know, if I'm writing poems, you know, it may be, you know, it might be a, a phone call. It might be, a, you know, a, a yoga instructor. You know, you never know what it's going to do with. You know what I mean? It's like whatever at that time moves you. You know what I mean? And it's like yeah. you just you just get inspired. I mean, I get inspired by the strangest things. You know, like one day I um, – this is, this is so weird. One day I was um, at the park with my daughter and her friends. They were – practicing for some soccer thing or something. And one of her friends, um, one of her friends said, we got to use some type of illusion to trick them when we're trying to go down the field. And I Mm -hmm. went home and wrote a song called Use Your Illusion, even though that's a Guns N' Roses thing. But, you know, I went home and wrote Mm -hmm. a song based on their conversation. You know, so it's anything can be that thing to, um, anything can be that thing to inspire you. You know, and I think that should be people in general. You should be inspired. You should be inspired when you go outside, when you see your kids, when you see somebody you care about, you know, when you basically just, 
wake up in the morning. You should be inspired. You know, you you made it. If you woke right. up this morning, you made it. You know, I mean, right. you, 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 you know, because there's another way that you can, there's another way life can go. And I don't think sometimes people understand that how blessed we are um, to be able to say to ourselves, you know what? I woke up today. I made it. I'm here. And that in itself should be an inspiration. Basically. You know. As my grandma say, any day above ground is is a great day. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny. My granddad used to always say, boy, as long as you're on this side of the grass, you're all right. You understand? He always used to say that. <laughs> <laughs> they have the wisest things. They say the wisest things. Now, at the time, we may not understand that. But eventually, mm-hmm. it'll click in. <laughs> Mhm. Yeah. Okay, so it, have you ever done an inspiration board, either of you? I am planning on doing one. It's funny that you asked that. I bought a magazine today to do to do one. It's, it's funny that you asked that. I actually did. Yeah. Okay, so what are the first four things that you will put on your inspiration board and why? Um. My um, I I'm re-releasing my first book now. So the first thing that I will do is do a mock cover for the second one that I have I pretty much have done. I just need to get it edited. Um, okay. that's the mm-hmm. first thing that's going to be on there. The nice. second thing that's going to be on there is um, a house. I want a home. Uh, I mean, I want an actual home, not an apartment, not a lease. I want a home. That's the second nice. thing that's going to be on there. Um, the third thing that's going to be on there is actually completely building my own studio so I can be efficient. And the third thing would be, um, uh, wait, am I on three? I think I'm on four. Four. You're on four. I'm on four. Um, And then um, just some type, and then uh, a fully fully committed, loving relationship that is solidified. Those are the four things I'll put on. Nice, very nice. I like that. That's 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 a good board. That's a good board. That's a good board. That's a good board. I like that. Bree. Um. So I actually have my uh my vision board. Um, I have a couple of things up here. Um, I don't have a lot, but I will read all four things, or I'll describe four things that I have up here. One of them I'm actually cheating because <laughs> it's a piece of college-ruled notebook paper, and it's filled from the top line all the way down to the bottom of everything else that I'm trying to manifest or that I will manifest. So okay. I have a manifestation sheet on top of my vision board. Um oh. And then I uh, I have a baby um, because I do want another child. I have nice. one who's 13 going on 14. So I do want a baby. Um, but I also have quotes that I had cut out and I put up here. One of them says, the ultimate guide to a less stressed life, definitely something that I'm manifesting. The other is resolve. To be bold, bold is just taking steps, leaping, leaping out on faith, and just going forward. Um, live your best life 
is another quote that I have up here. And I didn't have mushy stuff up here. I got his wife, because uh, I would love to be married again. And there's a, there's a quote that says, one of my favorite spiritual teachers says, her only prayer is show me. Show me what to do. Show me what life's about. Show me. And that's what I have up there. So, nice. yes, that's a little, you know, vision board. I still have to put more stuff up there, but um, I put that stuff up there, I want to say maybe six, seven months ago. Mm. So, yeah, I got to go through that list and see what all has actually happened. But, yeah. What about you guys? So what about you? Huh? What? No, I'm, uh, not, I'm not giving a <laughs> Wait, huh? What? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I'm all, actually on my third vision board. The first visual board, everything but two things came to fruition. The second vision board, everything but one thing came to fruition. So I'm going to move those three things over. <laughs> On to the third mm-hmm. one. So those three I can tell you. One, I want to be a real estate owner. Like I, I have, I own partial own my house, so I want to own more mm-hmm. real estate. So that's the first thing. The second thing is um, I'll be a published author very, very mm-hmm. soon. So <laughs> congratulations! Well, Glad thank you. Thank you. So. I'll be able to soon take that off of my vision board, but I also have like a total of five books that I put on the original vision board. So I just have one so far dropping in December, hopefully, and then the other ones will come really soon. They're already written, just needing to come together. The third thing mm-hmm. was I I want to be an RN. I put, I made the mistake of not being detailed on my vision board, so I halfway <laughs> got I'm a nurse. I'm just not an RN. I'm an LPN. So I got part of the way, but I didn't get all of the way. So those are the the three things. The fourth thing is that I want to have a clear even million dollars in my bank account, like viewable in Mm -hmm. my actual bank account. I want to see it. I don't want to actually see the money. I want to see the statement that says that I physically have a million dollars in my bank account. Ooh, girl, I'm with you on that one. Yeah. <laughs> so there no, we go. Nine thousand ninety nine thousand. No, 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 no. I want all the zeros. Dot zero zero. Like, I want one comma. <laughs> I want all the way point zero one. As a matter of fact, I even want to have one cent over the million. I want a million oh. and one cent. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's definitely attainable. So let me go ahead and cut your Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. That was nice. I like that. Um, hmm. So this is yes. something that I want to start operating in all of the shows at the end. If you could go back to the 16-year-old Simon Stone, and give him one piece of advice about his upcoming life and the decisions that he's going to be faced with, what would you tell yourself? 
everything that we have seen gets us to where we are now. Mm-hmm. The only thing I would have told him to avoid was, this is going to sound really strange and morbid, but the day um, once I actually um, caught a straight bullet to the side of the head, to the side of my head, mm-hmm. the only thing I would do different was tell myself not to let that happen because uh, the ramifications of that, I still get like kind of dizzy and in direct sunlight every now and then. So that's the only thing I would change in my whole life. Everything else, it brought me to where I am today, and I needed it for whatever reason. Everything taught me something. You know, I don't really look at anything as something that was negative. I want to look at it as like, okay, what did you learn from this? This is learning. This is a learning experience today, you know. And as long as we are learning, you really shouldn't have any um, regret of what you learned, you know. So I don't regret anything. Okay. That's that's, that's definitely deep. What a way to end the show tonight, right? Come on, where? Come on. Hey, man, thank y'all for having me. Um, I had to. Uh, I don't. I'm. I. I would be. Uh, is remiss the right word to use? (laughs) So I'm re-releasing my book. Um, I'm re-releasing my book next month. Um, I pushed it back a month because I did not get the. uh, I didn't have the cover the way I wanted it, and I, when I tried to upload it for uh, Kindle, it I, it had an error. I figured out what the error was, but I'd rather have the cover look better, too. So um, be yeah. looking for that on the 10th of next month. Um, new okay. music, new direction, new forms. You know, thank you all for having me. You know, yeah, no, maybe, Bria let me, um, oh. maybe Bria let me uh, host one of her events or uh, something one day. <laughs> Well, let the people know how can they get in touch with you and support what you got going on. Um my um I'm it's Stone Freak, like Stone Frequency, not Stone Freaky, whatever. Um, which is S T O N F R E Q. Um, you can find me on on most I actually it's soon to be all I, I've, you know, have gave in and, you know, I'm going to go ahead and get on all of them so I can be found and um, start putting more content up. So um, mm-hmm. just look for me on all of those. You know, it's a beautiful time mm-hmm. to be alive, as they say. It is. Yeah. That, that's even in our song. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It, it, it feels good. so good to be black. It feels so good to be black. It's a beautiful time to be Man. alive. You know something? I'm going to say this real quick, and then I'm going to shut it down. Man, start telling yourself that being black is a privilege. You know, people are always talking about, all oh, white privilege, yada, yada, yada. Man, being black is a privilege. We are the original people. We are the people that honor. Taught, yes, we taught people how to bathe. Let's take it there. You know, be Everything. proud. Be, you know, give yourself yes. that credit. Give yourself that love, you know. Yes, right. Facts. Well, you know what? Before we close out the show, we're going to play so good one more time so that those who are just now tuning in, if you missed our intro song, shame on you, but that's okay. We're going right. to play it so that you guys can actually enjoy it. So this is So Good by Prince Wiser. This is our intro song. Please enjoy it. Follow him on Instagram at uh, 
I think it's official Prince Wiser or Prince official Wiser official. Prince. But you, it's official Prince Wiser. Official Prince Wiser. Okay. All right. Let's let's get into this. So good that they want to be like us. I'ma tell the truth, they gon' wanna fight us. Took a seat at the table and I didn't like it. Hate to break it to the lives, we wasn't invited. Got a new job, everyone excited. I was way happier just getting fired. Peace of mind, what I need ain't nothing like it. Can't get a peace of mind long as I'm around. Everybody worried about a job they hate. Gotta let them know that it ain't going down that way. We be chilling on the block. Kool-Aid dreaming about vacations on a yacht. Five boats coming, we be looking at the cops. The black is hot. You know what's coming next. Patty wagon in the cot. They wanna say something, they'll put us on the spot. Is we paid for the eight hours a day, minimum wage. The government administer slaves on a grave ship, trying to get the fuck out my grave. Gotta work twice as hard because a nigga is paid. You know, since design and condition that way. My generation never plans on us living that way. So we hustle and entrepreneur till it's manure. Find a way to get rich, fucking with the computers. I was on a get rich quick with my homie Shooter. Between star troopers and hanging with Mr. Cooper, we put money and hard work into our maneuvers. We gotta know that our superpowers are super. We drop gems. Directly to the consumer uh, So how the fuck will you allow Jacob the jeweler uh, All across the world They call us niggas and shoot us Couldn't hail a cab Still can't get an Uber With a hood on Represent I'm trying to put my hood on Trying to do it without a hood Anthem a hood song There's a hood song Written over gold horns Whole hood got me now Looking too strong Utilizing my time Trying to be wise What a beautiful time To be alive If you black and you proud Give me a five If you all the way down Get with the ride Yeah So, I want to say thank you. Thank you to Simon Stone for coming through, shedding the light, shedding the love. Like, the energy was... What? Man. You are welcome back anytime. You already know. Your name is is inside the house. So, thank you (laughs) for being a guest. And... Tasha, thank you for coming through with these questions, Carol. Like you say, you say so many people with these questions. Um, you got me, you know, when we were talking at the beginning. You got me stunned a couple of times, but you know, that's how that's how we do. So, yeah. I mean, that concludes tonight's show. Um, make sure you guys follow us on Instagram. You can find me at. Simply Bree, um, just type in S-I-M-P-L-E-E-B-R-E-E, and you'll find me on social media all across the board. Fantastic. Right. And you can find me on Instagram at no one you know, spelled N-O underscore one underscore you know. 
And also make sure you download each episode and follow the He Said What station on Blog Talk Radio for the latest discussion every Wednesday from 8 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time where they will have where we will have all new show with different questions and different guests. Yes. Now next week, you guys do not want to miss this. Next week's topic is going to be would you compromise your happiness for success? Whoa. Mm. Really Tasha, would you compromise your happiness for success? Mm, maybe. Mm. Okay, okay. Well, we're going to have our two guests, Keo and Janan Redman, on, and we're going to find out from them what do they think? Are they willing to sacrifice or have they, you know, compromised their happiness to success? So, hit us up. Simplybree.com. You know, you can always be a part of the show as well. Just go ahead and submit the anchor. Join the emailing list. And one more thing, too, that I often want to mention to you guys is make sure that you go to simplybree.com and register for this weekend's event. Uh, it's going to be our virtual panel discussion with Jordan Dogan, Kelly Marcus, and Angela Rowley on Raw and Unfiltered Answers. We're talking about embracing success, being transparent, and settling down. Start Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, we will see you guys next week. Have a good night. Good night.